What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit of Japan, and I'm your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. <laughs> As you know. And, faders, uh, this is episode number... 387. 387. 387 bottles of beer on the wall. 387 bottles Took of beer. Down, passed it around and drunk it all. 386 bottles of beer. Jesus Christ. You know, that just doesn't flow off the tongue, you know? It does not. No, it doesn't. It's a uh, terrible we, song. We, we, maybe we need to commission, like, some of our rocker buddies to give us a nice, like, theme song or something. You know, we know enough people. It could be rock. It could be folk. It could be yeah. hip-hop. It could be dubstep. It could be anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. We do, we do know a lot of musicians, so... I, I, I think we, we should probably stick with rock, maybe punk, because maybe, maybe, like... Better for our listeners. I, I think. think most of our listeners listen to rock and punk. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, maybe a little. Of course, EDM. I'm a DJ. I'm gonna. Bi- I'm biased. I'm gonna say like house or techno, but like, eh. I, think I the thought listener... you retired, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I might be DJing again soon. <laughs> well, congratulations, man. I'm glad. I, I, you know, I took a break. It was fucking weird. I you know, I used to DJ fucking what. For 15 years ago. Well, no, for 15 years I DJed, but when I turned 31, I gave it up because everything went from records to fucking CDs and Mm -hmm. MP3s and all that shit. And I was like, no records, no DJ, no thank you. Mm -hmm. So I stopped, right? But, you know, I just saw uh, saw Q-Bird, DJ Q-Bird, like in an interview and stuff. And he was playing with like Serato and shit. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I could get back in that scratch game. You know, I... Yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while. You know, nobody scratches out here. You know, oh, they can't because it's all fucking digital. <laughs> Actually, now that you mention it. They push it, a button and it goes, I, I, <clears throat> Now that you mention I went to a uh, party in the evening on Saturday. It's called at Oto in uh, Shibuya. I guess it's like an older club that's been around for a while. But it Oto, was like, O-T-O? Yeah, o- o- O-T-O. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Like, no, no. It's weird because like I've never heard of it and like but every Japanese people I've, a person I've talked to is like oh that fucking place is famous it's been around for like twenty two years or something so I guess you gotta respect them for being wait which part of Shibuya uh, <laughs> you know uh, opposite not 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 Hachiko but opposite uh, police headquarters like right across that or right across the street from the big old police headquarters like the major one yeah yeah the big the big building okay so it's on like, the south know, like side ten stories tall or some shit so on the south side oh okay all right. Yeah. There used to be some reggae clubs back in the day over there. Um, yeah, there's still some stuff down there. I mean, Circus is down, like, a bit further down. Oh, that's almost an Ebis. Yeah. But, well, anyway, the reason the reason I mention that, though, is, like, what was it? Like, the, it was a jazz event. Like, everyone's DJing jazz on old-school vinyl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jazz guys and techno guys, they, they still use vinyl. No, I thought it was pretty cool, though, because, like, I, I talked to... It was, like, not only that, it was, like, not a club, like... It was like a DJ club because like everybody I talked to in there was like a DJ, like mostly jazz. Yeah, audiophiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's some cool people. And then like one girl I talked to, she's just like show me pictures of her DJ, and she always DJs in a kimono. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's pretty badass, right? That's that's hard. She's you know, because those kimonos are so thick and so like yeah. tight and shit. Yeah. So yeah. for her to bend over to pick up records and shit, it's got to be tough as fuck. You yeah, know? it's not like comfortable or like uh, the, these two girls I talked to. See, this is a pretty cool business card that I got from one of the ladies. How oh, cool. Oh, it's plastic. Yeah, it's like plastic, and it's kind of like semi semi transparent. It's got a picture. It's like the these two Japanese girls are like a team DJ. Yeah, so wow. they're nice. Oh, that's cool. It's called uh, Image Play. Yeah, they're very attractive. Yeah, for attractive, nice looking ladies. And, and, and like, the, how do you say like 
super nice people and like how to say almost everybody there was like you know a little bit older my age and they all spoke like really good English and they were really really cool people yeah usually people in their 40s they had better yeah. education for English and stuff these days no yeah. but, <laughs> these uh, days all yeah, the teachers suck nah, but no like, offense yeah yeah I'm not, I'm not taking, hey, you not are taking, an English teacher yeah, I'm taking I'm taking <laughs> but no it was hey, cool, you're doing but, a shitty job Tom yeah, I'm doing a shitty job <laughs> you're ruining the youth of Japan <laughs> one student at a time they're already ruinating themselves but no but uh I say that, and then, and then like the guy that invited me used to have like a, his own like small club, but like he he uh, he didn't DJ. He had like a keyboard and like a synthesizer, and he was just going at it, man. It was cool. Awesome, dude! I love a great uh, performance. Yeah. Wait, do we even do the intro? Wait, this is episode number. Yeah, we did three hundred. Two news, news, Japan in the news. Yeah, faders, if you're tuning in for the first time, this is a horrible introduction. But if you've been listening to the show for the last five or six years, hey, we're doing all right. But I just want to say one thing real quick so like, yeah we saw that uh, oh but but the guy the, the guy like rapped to house of pain and like or it was a house of pain like jump around in japanese that was cool really yeah at was, a jazz club dope. yeah at a jazz club he just he just fucking started doing it it was cool god damn it you know that's oh, the coolest no, no, thing the, the best part is like uh, dude, the best part oh there's those more motherfuckers were drinking yeah well it's dude they're jazz guys jazz guys get fucked up yeah well that's the thing because I, I walk in there and i say hello to the dude that invited me and he goes oh tequila shot i was like sweet so we do a tequila shot and then then like like five minutes later, he's like, "Let's do another shot." He's like, "I want to get fucked up tonight." I was like, "All right." <laughs> then they did not, and then like, how do you say like every every Tom time never says no. Every time they change DJs, like how do you say the the, the house would just pass out a free tequila shot. And like they, they, I, I walked in there for a cover. The guys like, oh, it's a thousand yen. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds reasonable. So I, you know, give them ten bucks, and that's cool. But they're giving out free tequila shots and everything. It's fucking great. Oh man, people, yeah. People just kept buying, buying, buying. It was good. See, that's the coolest thing about Japan, right? Now, Japan's got the mainstream clubs, the mainstream bars, the mainstream everything, right? And and that's cool. You know, when you come here, that's great to check out. You know, most likely that's the stuff you're gonna see. But if you just scratch the surface a little bit, there's a lot deeper Tokyo to mm. be experienced. I mean, there's a lot deeper Japan to be experienced. There's all those, like, hush-hush bars and shit. Like, when you're walking down, like, a strange little alley of a Shibuya, Shinjuku, Ueno, Ikebukuro, wherever, Meguro, and you just see a door with, like, a red light or a door with a green light or just a door with no light, and, and you hear people inside... Open that door, and chances are it's probably the coolest bar you've ever been to. And the people there are probably going to be really amazingly friendly. So I think I think what you're kind of getting at is something I agree with. Is like I just say in Tokyo, there's a lot of hidden <laughs> gems, and it's just real easy to just walk right past them. No, everybody walks right past them. You could live next to them and not yeah. even know them. You know, it's it's pretty amazing, and yeah. uh, that's cool. I mean, that's how I found the fucking Satan bar. So. Yeah. Yeah, and you, that's, you weren't introduced, or you just you just walked by and said, "Oh, this seems cool." No, no, my wife and I were walking down the street. We just moved to the neighborhood. We're walking around, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're at the intersection of uh, Meguro Dori and Yamate Dori. Mm. And there's this big door right there with like this little sign that says "Open." That was kind of like hanging from like the door handle. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool," you know. And I mean, there's like a kind of a weirdly designed door. It was very un-Tokyo. Mm. It was more European than anything. Yeah. And I was like. Fuck it. Let's check it out. It's probably a bar. She's like, okay. We open up the door and we smell incense. And there's a stairway that goes up and up and up and up and up. It's like, holy shit. It's like in Amsterdam. You know, the, the, the when you go to Amsterdam and you go into an establishment, the, the steps or the stairs are just so 
vertical, you know, and they just go on forever. This is kind of the same thing. So we go up there, and it le- leads us to this room that's all black with all this like devil shit and mm. statues or whatever, and even yeah. dildos hanging from yeah. the walls. It's just got a pretty interesting aesthetic. It's got this weird music, and everybody in there is pretty interesting and shit. And I was like, wow, I think I found Satan Bar. <laughs> bar Satan. It's a bar for me, and it's not even called that. I don't even know the name. Do you know the name? No. <laughs> I call it Satan Bar because there's I a lot of I can't even remember the, the, the 90s bar we used to go to that's now shut down. Like, I don't even remember that place. And that was, like, right around the corner from where I live. It's just the 90s bar. He shut that place down? Yeah, it looks like, unfortunately. God damn it. I no, that it. was a fucking awesome bar. No, it was. Man. Yeah, they had pretty yeah. good beer there, too. Good really beer, good beer. cider. Good, good selection. The dude was just a cool motherfucker. Yeah, well, shit. All good yeah. things come to an end. Like Hachi. Hachi. <laughs> but we talked about that in the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, you've got beer there. What's yeah, that? The POW? POW. The pick of the week pick of, of Japan. Week. So, I went to BrewDog for... Valentine's Day. It was awesome. You took your girl to Brew Dog for Valentine's Day. Good on you. Well, no, maybe I should explain how Valentine's Day works in this country because it's different. Like, yeah, I'd do that. Valentine's Day, like the men treat women. Or, or sorry, the women treat the men. I was going to say, Tom, um, that sounds pretty uh, American. <laughs> That's pretty sexist. No, like for Valentine's Day, the women treat the men. So basically, and to get them back a month later, like uh, ne- next month they got White Day, which is the, the men treat the women. Sounds kind of racist. Yeah, or sexist, you mean? Well, a little of both. A little of both. Yeah, why not? Let's just fucking throw racism <laughs> in there as well. Everybody else does. <laughs> no, but dude, is my wife. Like, she asked me where you want to go, and I was like, Brudog, Brudog, Brudog. Awesome. So, all right, so you guys went to Brewdog. Yeah. When you went to Brewdog, was it filled with tons of, like, uh, couples, or is it just, like, a bunch of, like, old business guys drinking good beer? Oh, uh, it was pretty normal, because we went the day after, because don't go out on fucking Valentine's Day. Go out the day after. Or the day before. Uh, day before would work as well, I suppose. <laughs> Why not? No, okay. no, we did, we did that, and, like, no, nah, it was a really cool place, man. Ian was working? Yes, he was. Nice. And I walked in there, and I said, hey, man, uh, about that table? And he goes, yeah, man, yeah, I'll put you over here. He gave us a nice table. It was cool and everything. Um, nah, dude, they're, they're really good because the service is fucking great. Because remember remember when we were talking to him? Um, Vaguely. Okay. Uh, about, like, how do you say service? It's like, they, they, like, really care about the beer and the quality and everything. And, like, how do you say... Uh, of the place as well, because like they, we noticed they had a really like high, uh, how do you say, staff to customer ratio. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you say the thing being is like you don't have to like fucking flag somebody down. There's enough staff. You just raise your hands within seconds. Boom, somebody's on it. So you don't have to say sue me, Masan. No, nope. Nope. Nah. Nope, you do not. You don't. Not, not, not only that, another good thing is like if you order something, it comes out right quick. Because like the person you order it from, they physically walk to the bar and pour it out themselves. It's not like, how do you say, I noticed a lot of other bars have this problem where there's like there's the wait staff and then there's the bar staff. Hey, Saito, two Asahis on table 14. Yeah. They don't yeah. say that, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, they don't do that stuff because, you know, it causes problems because, like, if, you know, say I'm in a bar drinking and I want a beer. Yeah. And then, like, normally most bars, the wait staff go to the bar staff and say, okay, I want, I need, you know, this beer. And, like, you know, they're already jammed up because, like, the table next to you, like, just ordered, like, a round for the entire table. So, like, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get on it. But, like, no. No. The person you order from immediately walks right back there, they pour it, and they come back, and they go, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's fucking great. The service, Japanese, the service is nice. It's fucking lovely. True, but Japanese service is pretty good compared to anywhere else you go, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking, if you go to Watami or some other, like, cheapo izakaya, a.k.a. drinking restaurant or yep. establishment, you go there and you're like, Sumi-san, namafutatsu. They get you a beer within, like, two minutes. Mm. 
I mean, seriously, dude, from our, la- our previous podcast, we're at the fucking Izakaya and shit. Mm. Uh, dude, whenever we said Sumimasen, two minutes later, boom, beers are there. Japanese service is superior. I mean, oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. It definitely is. It, it's quite good, <laughs> at least compared back to the States or like some of the other countries I've been in. But like, Oh, God, dude, it's Detroit. Yeah. You want a beer? <laughs> Let me get you a beer. And you're like, <laughs> oh, no, thank you. We're yeah. leaving. <laughs> Yeah, but no, but I, I, I was saying that that said, even compared with Japanese service, it was definitely like a cut above that. It was cool. It was like they had some good beers, man. All right, awesome. I, I, tried, I tried like an ice cream beer. Whoa. An ice cream beer. It was awesome. Wait, was it kind of like a root beer float? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was actually more like almost like cream soda. Really? Yeah. Oh, what's that beer that everybody's like uh, howling about? The fucking <laughs> not your dad's root beer kind of beer? Uh, I it's like it was like Long, Long Island. Nine percent. No, it's like nine. It's called not your dad's old fashioned root beer, or something like that. I don't know. Or People right, are probably right, going right. crazy on the internet. But the thing I is, I haven't heard of it. But yeah, no, it's like a, it's an alcoholic beer root beer. It's okay. fucking fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I haven't. I haven't heard of it. If you fucking like root beer, it's a great beer to is drink. It, is it good? Have you had it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't heard. I've never heard of it, so maybe it's good. No, it is good. Okay. It's fantastic. Okay, if you like root beer, it's good. If you don't like root beer, you're not gonna how, like how it. How does it stack up to those uh, Coney Islands one ones we had before? It's better. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like nine percent too. Yeah, those doesn't even taste like alcoholy though. It's just like a sugar water drink. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that, especially with your diabetes. Yeah, my like, diabetes. <laughs> Alright, so you're right. You had an ice cream beer. What else did you have? Uh, Gamma Ray Double IPA, I remember. A couple oh, of Gamma them. Ray? Ooh, yeah. that sounds exciting. Nice Double IPA. And Ooh, Double IPA is good. Uh, the stouts and the, I, I started off with like some of the IPAs and some of the lighter stuff and kind of worked my way up. Some stouts and then I. A had, double IPA is not that light. <laughs> <laughs> compared to some of the porters and the stouts, I believe it was. Oh, really? Okay, well, that's awesome. Compared to this bad boy, so <laughs> I wish I brought this. Oh, and another cool thing they have by the menu. You can just buy, uh, order a bottle of La Carte and you just take it home if you want. And, oh. so, and it says a little section in the menu that says, take me home. Take or go, me go home with me. tonight. Go, go, go home with me or something like that. I thought, I thought it was Sunday night. I thought it was something cool in a bar. I'm like, yes, that what every man wants to hear in a bar. A take-home beer. You know, that's kind of cool because when you do get home after drinking, you kind of want that one beer before you go to bed and yep. shit, you know? Yeah. I always do that. Whenever I go on drinking and shit, I always stop at the convenience store and I get one Asahi Big Boy and I fucking, like, come home, turn on some YouTube, sip that, and pass the fuck out. Yeah, dude, it's like one for the road, you know, nightcap or whatever. You exactly. Yeah, I, I totally do that as well. But exactly. Like, yeah, I'm, right. sur- I'm surprised this one was awesome. Now, tell me about this one that you have in your hand. It's in a fancy box, this little fancy box. You know, whenever I see a fancy box beer, I'm a little bit uh, suspect. Ninth anniversary Imperial Stout. Ooh, Imperial Stout. 16.1%. They got that 0.1. 16 wasn't good enough. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? 16 is not good enough. Let's just make it a little stronger. 16. Little extra kick. Okay, and this is called the Dodge. Get the hell out of Dodge by Brew no, Dog. It's Dog E. Oh, it's Dog there, E? There's, there's a space in there. Dog That's e. a weak space, dude. It is a weak space. That's a weak space. Okay, but okay. It, there was clearly a space when I ordered it on the menu because they had a well, no, that they had a dog E and a dog C. It's probably, a small probably box. an A, B, and D as well, probably. Okay, so it's the doggy, the doggy bag. Yeah, the doggy right? bag. Is that, is that, is that, that's where this is coming from, like the doggy bag. You got the doggy I, bag. You take yes. it home. 
The dog E. What's the E stand? Is it a dog E? Is it uh, no, no, they had like they had the dog C on there as well. So oh, I'm shit. thinking they have. I just I think they started to go down the alphabet. Oh, brood dog A, brood dog B, brood dog mm. C. Okay, cool. So this is uh, this is E. So it's kind of like you know the the model T. Yeah, there you go. Because there was a model A, a yeah. model B. You know, they just kept on fucking up. They're like. Maybe we should give this one wheels. <laughs> All right, next one, yeah, wheels, like, uh, model uh, uh, B. Uh, yeah, uh, the square wheels aren't working out. Let's put some round ones on there. Maybe it'll go better. And that's the model G. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do you want to read this or do it? Mo- Dog E is a very special beer. This beer commemorates our ninth year in 2016. This beer originally appeared as AB colon 04 in 2010. I don't know what that means. That's kind of like the, the oh, Bible. You, no, do you remember? We have blood type, AB no, 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 positive. No, 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 no. You've had this, you've had some of this stuff before. Remember the fancy beer I brought with like, there was wax sealed. It was like black licorice. Ooh, yeah, that yeah. was tough. Yeah, that, 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 that's it's based on that series. And that was like next to it on the menu because I saw that and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. You know, I kind of like this. I, I like that they're making so many amazing beers that they have these really confusing like codes and names for them. <laughs> they're like, we ran out of cool names. Uh, this one's called the R2D2. Oh, that's already taken. R2D4? Yeah, you've got so much <laughs> awesome stuff. You need, you need like, a, how, how do you say, like a code like book to figure it out. You know what? They should do beers in Braille. Beers in Braille. Yeah, they're like, dude, we came up with all the cool names. All the cool names are done. There's, it's just Braille. Everybody has to learn Braille now. So you've got all these dudes that are like overweight with beards learning Braille. Like, oh yeah, this is a good beer. Touch right here. Touch, you, you touch this? <laughs> touch this? All right, now let's open it and give it a smell. There you go, man. I don't, I don't know, man, because like, I think we've all been there. When, <laughs> when, you have, when you've had a little bit too much to drink, sometimes these lines get kind of blurry. Oh, that's true. That might help you out. You know what? Reading Braille backwards, maybe you can like summon the devil. Yeah, really. <laughs> so moving your thumb from left to right, you move it from right to left. And you're like, uh-oh, this beer satanic. Oh, wait, I'm reading it wrong. Okay, no, it's good. It's good. Jesus loves this. Jesus juice. Here we go. <coughs> Dude, are you okay, man? I mean, yeah, I'll be all right. I'll manage. You're falling apart from the outside inwards or from the inside uh, outwards. Inside outwards. Yeah, seriously. Dude, you got to start eating healthy, man. No more convenient yeah. food for you for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Let's open this beer. Maybe this will kill okay, your hey, Can I read the description? Because it's pretty awesome, though. You can read the whole thing. Dude, it's like six paragraphs long. Okay. I mean, it's just pretty deep. I just read the most important stuff. Right, but, but, <laughs> oh, oh, also, they put Naga Chili in here. Why? I don't fucking know. Naga Chili. Naga Chili is in here. To give it a little bit of spice, a little bite uh, for well, your you can, palate. You can, you, you, I'll see, we'll see what you think, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't have like that spicy kick. Oh, and it's also it's basically coffee beer. You know, it's... Bre- oh, well, it is like 10 a.m. Yeah. It's Brewdog, so I know it's going to be good. That's the thing about Brewdog. They're very consistent. Yeah. The quality is consistent. Wow. This this smells like a very, very heavy, heavy stout, which means it smells 16, extremely delicious. 16.1, dude. Oh, my God. It's like drinking a shot. Thank you. Careful, careful. Very expensive glasses. Get in there. I don't want to waste any beer. I'm tapping on the bottle. Okay. Some drop of this stuff. All right. You know, these are gold rimmed. Yeah, really? You notice that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't break these. I bring these on for the POWs, but now I regret it. All right. All right. This smells great. This smells... God, is you can't smell shit, dude. No, I can't. I, I, <laughs> dude, you've got the nose like a ripe alcoholic, dude. Oh, dude, gross. All right. Yeah. New new rule. Um, yeah, if you're mucusing out of your... Every pore of your body, you can't show up. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a Skype lesson. Mm-hmm. It's got a bit of a coffee-ish. 
It basically smells like coffee, but kind of a sweet, co- sweetened coffee. It doesn't smell anything like coffee. There's coffee hints, though. And there's a little bit of chocolate, nutmeg. I sound like I'm like describing fine wine. A hint of nutmeg with just a slight taste. Yeah. All right, it smells awesome. It's absolutely fantastic. All right, cheers. Give right. me a little love. Actually, cheers me right there. Don't want to get sick. All right. Wow. Okay, you can definitely taste the alcohol, that's for sure. Yeah. Holy shit. So this one beer has 16.1%. This is just regular-sized beer. Mm. If you have three of those, you're going to be shitting your pants on the train, uh, screaming like Yankee Doodle at the top gonna, of your lungs. You're going to be spending a lot of money, dude. This is 23 bucks for this. $23 for one bottle of beer? Pass! <laughs> Pass! I don't care if it's 16%. I think it's awesome. Well, I think it's awesome. I'm going to give it two thumbs up and a dick in the air. I concur. Yeah. I mean, even though there's a strong alcohol taste, it's expected when it says 16.1%. There's no way to avoid that alcoholic taste. Mm. Um, But the thing is, you can still taste all the other flavors, which I think are really good. There's Mm. really rich beer, really fantastic. It's dark as sin. Yeah. They should serve this at the Satan Bar. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man, this beer is absolutely amazing. But it's like like a wine. It's a sipping beer, you know? Mm. You definitely got to sip this. I mean, if you chug this beer, you're rich, you're an asshole, and you're missing out. You're going to be on your ass, too. Mmm. Yum, 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 yum. This is fantastic. Yeah, this one actually tastes like a beer, because like the Brewdog Tokyo, which I mentioned before, that doesn't taste like anything like a beer. It tastes like a fortified wine, mm. if you've ever had that. But this, like, no, it tastes like, a, you know, a heavy coffee beer. God. Mm. You definitely taste the alcohol. Oh, Holy yeah, shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, oh, but, um, by the way, like, when I had this in the bar, by the way, like, I... You were uh, already shit-faced. No, it wasn't was shit-faced, <laughs> but I, de- I definitely had a few before it, though. Yeah. And it, it got me there. I was a bit wobbly, but, like, how, how do you the same thing? How do you say, like, it was different kind of drunk, though. I was wobbly, but I was still, like, mentally focused. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, well, I'm loving this beer. I'm really loving this beer. This beer is great. Um, but I'm definitely sipping this beer. Mm-hmm. Unlike you, I do have responsibilities today. I gotta fucking work. I gotta fucking work. Then again, showing up with a little bit of a fade is all right. You know, you show up, you're like, hey, how's it going? Um, you want me to look this at this contract? Put me in the mood, man. Put me in the mood to drink more. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I wish they had this at my wedding. Jesus. I went to a wedding this weekend. Have you been to a Japanese wedding? Uh, yeah. Been to a few. Japanese weddings are interesting. They got the, the tra- they got, there's basically three kinds. They got the traditional Japanese wedding, they got the Christian wedding, and then they got the hybrid. And I think I went to a hybrid one. I gotta say, this wedding was at a, uh, what was it, the Palace Hotel in Tokyo by Tokyo mm. Station. And mm. it was fucking, it was insane because when I went there, all I saw were all these brides and grooms, right? It's like it's a, a pretty a, fucking nice hotel. It's an amazing hotel. But they, it's like a wedding factory hotel, especially on sun, uh, Saturday. So when uh, I went in there, yeah, 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 it's like 60 people getting married on the same day. So mm. there's all these like dudes in tuxedos, all these brides in like wedding dresses. And they look great. You know, they look fantastic mm. and they're all there. But it's just like, damn, dude, it's just like if you're having your special day and you're getting married and it's supposed to be amazing, if you're there like in line with a bunch of people, like mm. they're getting married, the next I'm getting married, the next the guy behind me is getting married and stuff. It's it's really weird, dude. <laughs> I don't know. People don't seem to have a problem with that in Vegas. No, no, no. Well, don't, dude, in Vegas, you got Elvis that's marrying you. Yeah. Our minister, he looked like fucking Kuizmi. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. really? With the hair and everything? Old, yeah, the old prime minister of Kuizmi yeah. had this huge fucking hair like a lion, dude. Yeah, had like, cra- all like crazy perm. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of hanging out. I always I was thought that dude looked balling as hell with, that, with his hairdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he based on Richard Gere. Oh, really? Yeah, they're good friends. 
It looked pretty tight, man. Mm. So anyway, yeah, I went to a wedding and shit. And I'll tell you one thing about Japanese weddings, man. They're expensive. Mm. You got to go there. And then when you go there, you got to fucking pay $300, Samman yen, right? Mm. And Samman yen is just kind of like a thank you for letting me come to your wedding and mm. stuff. So I paid that. Everybody paid that and stuff. And then you see the wedding ceremony and it's very, very mathematical and everything's timed, right? The, mm. the wedding ceremony is like 15 minutes. After that, go, 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 go. Pictures. They do the pictures. After that, go, 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 go. Everybody grabs some flowers. They throw flowers at them. Go, 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 go. We go to the waiting hall. We all sit down and we wait. We drink coffee. Then we go, 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 go. And then we got to go into like this big hall where there's all these like tables and stuff. We sit down. Boom. All these waiters come out. We get the water. We get the beer. Then we get the champagne. Everybody does a cheers. Right after that, uh, somebody comes on. They start playing piano. After that, they got a magician. He's doing magic tricks. After that, boom, food is served. We got our salad. We got our main dish. We got some uh, dessert. Boom, 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 boom. Then the bride and the groom go to every single table. We pay, we take pictures with them at the table while everybody's clapping. And everybody's clapping for like maybe, I would say, eight minutes. We're all just clapping, 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 clapping. And I'm trying not to clap because I'm trying to fucking drink, dude, because I just paid $300 to go to this goddamn wedding. You and wanted I'm just to get thinking, your fade on. Absolutely. Get I'm your like, money's worth. Fair absolutely. enough. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Totally, man. Yeah. So I paid $300 and shit. I want to eat and drink as much as I fucking can, right? So I'm there and I'm just ordering beers, ordering beers, ordering beers. It got to the point where they just started bringing bottles and leaving the bottles on the table for me to drink. And I'm like, all right, cool. I think I could probably probably drink at least Ichiman yen, $100 with the booze, then that means it's only cost me $200 plus the food, so maybe a buck fifty. I don't know. Yeah. But Is your yeah. wife with you, by the way? No, no, no. She works all the time, so I went there by myself. Okay. Yeah, which kind of sucked because, you know, all the people I was sitting with were all accountants, and accountants are all very quiet. Nah. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm drinking, I'm trying to talk to them, like, hey, man, so uh, tell me about your job. Uh, numbers. Numbers for clients. What kind of clients? Uh, confidential. Okay, uh, company. What kind of company do you work? Confidential. I'm like, all right, you're an asshole. Beer, please. <laughs> dude. Oh, dude, I gotta be honest. If I was in your situation, I would have been doing the same thing. I drink so fucking much, dude. It's a wedding. You kind of owe it to yourself. Especially, like, as you said, if you drop 300 bucks on it. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm dude. I'm thinking so. But the thing was, I was drinking with my friend, right? And I was drinking with him, like, what, six months ago? And he's like, oh, would you like to come to my wedding? And, dude, when I get a couple of beers in me, I, you know, you know, my, my chip on my shoulder kind of goes away. And I'm, like, more of a nice guy. I'm like, your wedding? Fuck yeah, I'll go to your wedding. Do you want me to give a speech? He's like, no, thanks. Said, yeah, just come. I'm he's like, like no, no, Johnny, not you. No, please. Please don't embarrass me. <laughs> I've got some stories. <laughs> really, I've got some stories. Let me tell really you. Really incriminate this guy. Oh, God. Or at least get him an early divorce. <laughs> but um, anyway... So fucking, yeah, I drank as much as I could, and um, yeah, yeah, it was very... If you've been to one Japanese wedding, you've probably seen them all, because they're all very similar. Mm. Yeah. It was great. It was great. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, 
they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. So Japanese weddings, yeah. I mean, if you can, if you do get invited, definitely go. I mean, why not? I mean, it's an experience, you know. I mean, everybody looks great. The food is always good. And the booze, the beer is okay. The wine's okay. Whatever. If you drink enough, you know, you, you kind of. I think it's impossible to make your money's worth. <laughs> it's hard to drink three hundred dollars and fucking Asahi super dry. Uh, I don't know how do you say it? it's not. It's not your special day. It's somebody else's special day. So you're supposed to kind of put your own ego and whatnot aside, kind of thing. Yeah, it's good to support a friend. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? It's almost a scam, though. You know what? I mean, if I was going to get married again and have like a wedding, which I never had and stuff, but if I was going to have a wedding, I would invite every person I don't know. You know, yeah. I'm like. Come to my wedding. Come to my wedding. Come to my wedding. And if everybody came, dude, I'd get fucking rich. Same, same, same. I have my wedding in the park. I don't have to pay anybody. Yeah, there you go. Same, same for me, man, because we didn't have a ceremony either. And like, yeah. No ceremony? No ceremony. No nothing? Just the rings? No, we didn't even get the fucking rings, dude. We just signed the fucking piece of paper. See, you gotta get the rings. I thought your sister's like a jeweler or some shit. Yeah, she did. She didn't mail me back, so fuck it. I got another shit to on my plate to worry about, so maybe maybe another time. Your sister didn't mail you back about a wedding ring? What kind of a sister is that? You're like, hey. No, she, she, she was on the engagement ring, but I mailed her about the wedding ring, and she was like, I didn't hear back from her. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. Jesus Christ, dude, that's a shitty sister, man. <laughs> no, I don't know, dude. Oh, no, you can't say that, because she, she fucking hooked me up with the engagement ring. Wait, but wait, do you wear the engagement rings? I don't, I don't get, so I got, I'm a dude, I don't get an engagement ring, she gets one. Oh, and yeah. No, and, and, oh, yeah, and, and, and here's the thing. Like, she, she's, she's mentioned a couple times she wants a wedding ring. I'm like, oh, you mean like the fucking engagement ring I bought you that you never, ever fucking wear? Wait, did she wear it on Valentine's Day? No. Oh, what yeah, about your birthday? Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. She hardly ever wears it. Jesus Christ! I was like, why don't, why don't she wear it at work? Ooh, ooh, I'd be embarrassed at work. I'm like, why? Oh my God! How can you be embarrassed for being married? That's so weird. There's, there's like people ask questions and blah blah blah. I know, I know, and it's dumb because I I've, I've been to like her boss's house for parties, and like I've met a bunch of her coworkers, so they know who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, dude. Well, I don't know. Is it just her, or is it kind of part of the culture? I don't know, dude. My wife wears her wedding ring. She's a fucking weirdo, dude. She's a shy little. She's a shy Japanese girl. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, dude. It's so weird that you would marry a shy person when you're so unshy. Yeah. That I mean, the polar opposite. No. Okay. Uh, uh, there, there's an actual reason for it because, like, I used to date really outgoing, you know, kind of like the tough, you know, super strong, outgoing women. That S and M chick, yeah. Yeah. yeah the fucking one, one of which is a former dominatrix, and yeah, I, tr- I tried that a couple times. That's what I'm naturally attracted to. I tried that a couple times, and it did not fucking work. 
Wait, if you're naturally attracted to that kind of girl, and then you marry the polar opposite, I mean, she's not, kind of she's like not the polar opposite. Temple of Doom or some shit. No, 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 I don't want to say she's the polar opposite. She's not exactly a pushover, but she is kind of shy and she's not as, as outgoing though. But like, I, I basically. I was going for like a certain type of girl, just repeatedly. That's what, because that's what I'm into. And like after a certain point, I, I, I had to fucking say to myself, like, this is not fucking working. You have to try something a little bit different. All right. Oh, okay. Does, well, does that make sense? Well, you know what? If I mean, if something doesn't work and you can't fix it, yeah, I guess you buy a different. Pro- no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> say that. I'm that does about, not sound good. See, I was putting in perspective of cars. You know, yeah, you're putting in perspective of cars. Like, ah, oh, this old this old beater's getting old. Let me trade it up for the new model. All right, yeah. And that sounds true. like one of those McDonald's style divorces. McDonald's style divorce. Yeah, you know, what like was M- this? Mc divorce. You know, how you, how you, it's just like a casual relationship. Marry girl for a couple words. Marry girl for a couple years. Nah, fuck her. She's getting older. Tits are sagging, and she's getting wrinkles or whatnot. Fuck her. Just trade her in for a new model. That's a McDonald's divorce. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. How they, did you some just people make this are, up? No, just, some people are just too, way too fucking casual about the whole divorce thing, especially older rich dudes. Are you sure, dude? Do you know how expensive a fucking divorce is? A divorce is like the most expensive thing in your life. Mm, depends, man. Some of these, some of these guys are on it. Some of these guys know what they're doing. They get prenup agreements and this and that and the other thing. Well, I guess if you get a prenup, then you're fucking set. But I mean, oh, dude, a prenup is basically just saying like, all right, listen, it's not going to work out in the future. You and I were pretty, we're pretty level headed. We we know we got a couple of good years ahead of us. But let's be honest here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so sign this. I'll sign this, and uh, yeah, we'll call it quits Monday. <laughs> you yeah, know? pretty much. That's what it means, you yeah. know. <laughs> It's like I, I say, it's, all, it's almost like putting an expiration date on your marriage. Yeah, it's like uh, milk. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, uh, but everything's working out for you guys right now, other than the uh, whole wing, ring dilemma. Yeah, I don't know if it's all dilemma. I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. I'll just fucking roll with it. All right. Well, good luck on you, man. Okay. All right. So, what what, what do we have now? We got the news. Uh, yeah. You want to jump on over to the news? All right. So we've Everybody. got the five most bizarre, six, most six. interesting. Six. Six. Uh, okay, we, we can do six in 30 minutes. All right. <laughs> we totally can't. All right. All right, here we go. No laughing matter. Real estate exec coerced man in debt into cutting off finger as a joke. Yeah, I played a lot of jokes in you, Tom, but you've never cut off your finger. I, I think know. you cut off your dick, though. Now you're circumcised, <laughs> right? <laughs> now you're Jewish. You're just like us. I'm Catholic, dude. I am circumcised. Catholics do that as well. No, they do they? Yes, they do. Catholics cut off their dick. Yes. Why? I don't fucking... Because tradition? I don't fucking know, dude. Catholics don't cut off their... Yes, they do. I'm totally fucking circumcised. Oh, I'm, yeah, your parents are just mean. <laughs> like, you know, no, dude, that is a fucking thing. The Catholics do it as well. When, when did the Catholics start doing this? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I'm not exactly a member, a prominent member of the church. Obviously, you're not. Obviously I, not, with my fucking unhealthy habits. Totally. But the thing is... Wait, do Catholics... Yes, they do, dude. Trust me. I've never heard dude. of this. Do Catholics circumcise babies? Yes, they do. Yes, they fucking do. Well, I guess they don't. Wow. Are you going to fight Google? No, because I'm totally fucking circumcised. It was just done. Circumcision. At least where I'm from, man. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. There's yes and no. Circumcision is a sin for Catholics. Is it? No, that's what this says. Uh, circumcision, Catholic answers. Okay, dude. Even some Chris. Who cares about this shit? I don't know 
my, you were doing, you were the one who wanted to fucking Google it. Dude, okay, let's. Okay, whatever. In, in my area, you fucking argue with everything I say. I say, I say, this is left. You're like, no, it's not. It's right. So fucking yeah, dude. My so, family's Catholic, and I was circumcised as a did baby, you and I did, did not get a choice in the matter. I'm sure you didn't. But the thing is, did you go to church every Sunday? Yeah, I did. Every single Sunday, you got church. Did they put the bread in your mouth? Yep. You oh, t- taking communion, yeah. And they, really, you did that shit? Yeah. I, I don't totally know, did it. I don't know what else you guys do. There's this drinking. What wine. else is there? There's a bit of wine, wine drinking as the part of the communion. Okay, all right. Well, fucking, to be honest, I'm, I'm not religious at all. Mm, I know. <laughs> I go to the bar of Satan in my free time, all right? <laughs> then I go there, and I'm not even satanic, but I just love that shit. Mm. Fucking maiden rules. All right, read on. All right. So, Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 51-year-old executive at a real estate firm for allegedly forcing a man to cut off one of his fingers, a crime the suspect says done, was done in jest. <laughs> wait, the guy cut off his finger or he made the other guy cut off his finger? He coerced the other guy into cutting off his finger. Do well, it, do it, do yeah, it. There you go. Yeah, you, you think there was a lot of alcohol involved in this little misadventure? I hope so. Yeah. All right, well, let's read the story and find out. Around August 25th, 2015, Shogo Otai, a resident of Koryama City, Fukushima Prefecture, allegedly began offering an officer 45 in an automobile sales company in Kanagawa Prefecture to either cover his past debt or remove one of his fingers. The officer lopped off the pinky finger of his left hand on September 1st. How much was the debt? Was it like 50 bucks? Oh, 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 it's in here. Oh, it's in here. (laughs) All right, please read on. Uh Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Uh, Oda, who has been accused of coercion and inflicting injury, denies the allegations, saying, quote, I told him to cut out his finger, but it was a joke, end quote. Isn't that what Trump does? Trump's like, you know, I told North Korea to bomb, you know, Guam, but come on, it was just Oh, yeah, he pulls that fucking shit all the time. He's like, it was a joke. Or, like, when he was, like, still campaigning, he said, you know, beat the shit out of, like, Hillary Clinton supporters. And it was like, oh, what? It was a joke. Can you do that now? Is that is that now a thing? I can do that. I can say something and be like, "Oh, it's joking," and then I'm, and then it's a clean slate. It's it's debatable. It's debatable. Wow, the new rules are great. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Tom, maybe, go fuck yourself. Hey, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> on one hand, you've got freedom of speech, and the other the the, the other hand, it could be like coercion of like uh, like inciting a riot or something. Didn't didn't Axl Rose get busted for that back in the day? Uh, Axel Rose got busted for a lot of stupid no, shit. No, but like uh, when, when Metallica was open for him, Metallica like 
how do you say, like... I think Metallica opened for Guns N' Roses? Yeah, they used to back in the day. God, man, how times have changed. Yeah, but uh, anyway, but no, they had some pyrotechnics, and Lars got hit with a blast, and, like, his, his hand got all fucked up. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. That was, like, a big deal. And then, like, Axel... Uh, then, like, like, no, 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 riot! No, riot! <laughs> And then, Ax- <laughs> then, a- <laughs> then Axl Rose, being a bitchy artist, is got all pissy and just fu- said, "Fuck it, we're not playing." Took his took his fucking band off stage and was like, "Fuck you, fuck this, fuck everything." Just stormed off and refused to play. And they fucking rioted and yeah, they totally. Went oh yeah. yeah, I remember. He, that. He, he got done up for that. Yeah, you know when you're a performer, I guess you got some responsibilities. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah apparently the he was like, "I was just joking." Yeah. <laughs> Clean well, slate, right? <laughs> well, he was convicted, so the court did not see it that way. I think that was in Canada too. Pretty sure it was in Canada. Riotous Canadians? Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, that must have been from Windsor. Yeah, must have been. All right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. In the world of organized... Here's where it gets all yakky. In the world of organized crime, the finger-cutting custom known as Yubitsume is a deep-rooted act to show responsibility for a transgression. The guy was selling his Lamborghini to raise funds. According to the police, the officer had accumulated $20 million... Or sorry, 20 million yen in debts to the real estate company for office, for office space for a business dating back to 2013. That's $2 million. Yes, yeah, $2 million, bucks, dude. But still, is that worth your pinky? Wait, did he cuff his pinky or his thumb? No, pinky. Oh, his no, pinky? No, it was his pinky. It was totally yak style. Where you, you don't cut off the entire finger. It's only the last digit. The tip, yeah. yeah. Uh, last year, police arrested the victim and sent him to prosecutors for raising funds by selling a Lamborghini owned by a person who had entrusted the sports car to him, according to TV Asahi. Mm. Oh, shit. Why would you buy a Lamborghini these days? I mean, the BMW. I mean, the no, car. It wasn't even his. He was selling somebody else, like, you know, somebody else's Lamborghini that they gave to him to look after or some shit. Oh man! So he's selling. This, this guy just made some really bad decisions. It's kind of like the pull up with the Polish king or whatever. Have you seen that? The Polish king of uh, Indiana. I, I, no, I don't know. Fill it's me a, in. Oh, dude, it's on Netflix. It's like this documentary of this Polish guy that came to America and he wanted to spread Polish music, but he found out that people just don't really care for Polish music except for old people. So he started performing for old people, right? Then what happened was he started running out of all his money and shit, right? And he had a family, he had a wife, he had a kid and stuff. Uh-huh. And so he decided to have, like, people invest, right? Okay. And so he, he invented this pyramid scheme, right, that was completely off the charts, right? They said if you gave him money, it didn't matter how much money, but if you gave him money, he would give you 12% back in a year, right? Yeah. So all these people are giving him $50,000. Uh, Ponzi scheme. Yeah, okay, Ponzi okay. scheme. Yeah, okay, but he okay. did it by accident because at first he's like, you know what? I could probably afford this, you know, because if I make money with my, my uh, what's it called, my, my Polish band, you know, what's the Polish music? What do they call that? I have no fucking clue, dude. It's famous. Polka, right? Oh, polka. Yeah. Polka. So if I make a lot of money for my polka band, you know, I could pay everybody back. It's a great idea. But the thing is, you know, polka just didn't take off, yeah. you know, so all the money is... Definitely just- <laughs> not. <laughs> didn't, didn't Budweiser back in the day have, like, commercials slamming? I still remember some old Budweiser commercial, like, where somebody just got, walks into a bar, walks up to a juice shop, plunks in a quarter and selects a polka tune. He goes, hey, everybody, let's polka. And then, then everybody just runs out of the bar. Really? You know- and there's, like, for... For good times, don't do polka music. Do Budweiser, so something like that. I, I guess think the polka, polka music's better than Budweiser. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, like, uh, 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad because the guy meant well, supposedly. And actually, they made a, a movie off of it with, uh, what's his name? Jack, not Jack Black, but uh, who's that, that overweight actor? Jack. Is that Jack Black? Am I right? Well, there's a lot of overweight actors, like comedians. Jack. Uh, Jack Black, yeah, could be. Is that him? I don't know what movie you're talking about. I'm like, I'm totally in the dark here, dude. No, but the actor, what's the actor's name? It's um, an overweight comedian actor. There's Jack. Jack. Jack Black. There's Zach Galifianakis. God damn it, I'm going to Google this motherfucking shit. I fucking hate goddamn Googling. Every time I fucking have a, something I can't even fucking think about, I just Google it, and then I forget it. Jack Black, actor, motherfucker. I was right. Yeah, it was Jack Black. God damn it. Because I was thinking Jack Black was one of the guys in the White Stripes. <laughs> I don't think so, but no, 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 he's a comedic actor. He's a bit on the hefty side. Pretty funny guy. Well, yeah, he's, no, he's great. He's yeah, fantastic, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they made a movie off of the documentary, and it's absolutely hilarious, dude. It's it? fantastic, okay. yeah. That's actually, yeah, no I've, no, I've not heard any of this, but it sounds like, like it'd be worth watching. You don't have Netflix, do you? I see. Yes, I do. Aww. But how would I know, dude? Fucking, if you, you've got Netflix and you don't so know I've, about this... I talked about watching Netflix and Stranger Things and all that bullshit. Dude, because you download a lot of shit. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, dude, it's always on Netflix. Oh, anyway, dude, you should get on to this. It's fucking good. Okay, okay next story. Right, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Tokyo JK Parlor featuring underage girls masqueraded as smartphone how-to biz. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I'm getting like we we bounced all of these, but I'm getting a little bit sick of reading anything anything to do with fucking JK, like Josie Kose, high school girls. Yeah, actually we haven't done this in a long time, Tom. <clears throat> Tokyo Metropolitan Police have busted a so-called JK Joshi Kosai schoolgirl business in My Day City that is believed to have masqueraded as a how-to service for smartphones while supplying underage female employees for sex. TBS News. In November of last year, uh, Norimasa Maidea, the 31-year-old manager of smartphone support Committee Machida allegedly provided a girl age 17 at the time to provide sex services to a male customer while working, uh, knowing that she was a minor. <clears throat> uh, minor is anybody that is under 20. Not Accor- 18. I thought it was 20. Uh, for they can't buy cigarettes. They can't join the army. For, for, they can't for, for vote. Se- for sex and prostitution, like 18 is okay. Oh, 18's okay to vote? Yeah. Oh, okay, well... Yeah, it's, 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 it's the same in America. You know, like, the smoking... You know, voting age is 18, but drinking okay. age is Okay, all right. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, all right, so... My bad, 18. She should have waited fucking three months. According to police, the parlor claimed on its website to offer young girls as teachers to demonstrate the operation of smartphones. I can get your phone really smart, big boy. However, <laughs> yeah. However, if the girls did not provide sex, they were not paid. Holy shit. So it's oh, like, shit. I'll fix your phone and a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> like you said you're going to Thailand. Don't they have like a lot of weird shops like that where you can get a haircut and a blowjob in the same like you know shop? I don't know. I only go with my wife. Well, that's How do you know? know? <laughs> no, this is just what I've heard. Like A lot of these places, you can go get your haircut and then you get a blowjob. And that's just like, you know, okay, listen, I'll tell you one thing about Thailand. Thailand is just like Japan, and Japan is just like Korea. Korea is just like the Philippines. Mm-hmm. If you've heard about it, it's probably true. Okay. If you've heard about it, if somebody told you about it, it's probably happened. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say yes or no. I cannot confirm nor deny those right, allegations. Media denies the allegations. Well, here we go. <laughs> Police yeah. said. Uh, many such businesses... 
Wait a second. Your phone is always getting broken, and you're always getting it fixed. Hey, don't fucking put this on me, man. You're always breaking your phone and getting it fixed. I'm also a fucking high school teacher. Oh, my God. That's even worse. Time, you son of a bitch. Which means... Many, no. Which means, yeah, you son of a bitch. No. Many, uh, many such businesses known by the abbreviation JK or Joshi Kose uh, bill themselves as offering massages when, in fact, a separate menu includes such services as Osampo, whereby customers take girls out for a stroll, which can lead to the provision of sex. A female employee quoted by TBS News said that such a menu existed at the smartphone support committee Machida. Do you think that they had a menu? They're like, this is the menu. And it's like, Fix your smartphones. Fix your fix your smartphone screen. Fix the buttons on your smartphone. And then she she pulls on a black light, like one of those little portable black lights, and she clicks it on. And then you and can they, see they, oh, yeah, they, everything. Then everything. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me, then everything can like just glow, and you can see the real menu. You know, yeah. so all the real menu pulls on. She goes, "Oh, we also provide blowjobs." B blowjobs, C blowjobs, extra blowjobs, zoopy goopy blowjobs. You know, fucking yeah. like the word they put the ice and shit. You know, fucking they got all this menu of all these sex things you that, can order. That sounds about right, though. Like pretty tech savvy because they are going at the smartphone angle kind of thing. Outside. Exactly oh, right. So yeah, yeah, like the black. I guess it's the black light. Yeah. So you're like on on paper. Yeah, this is our menu, but. Click, boom, there you go. She goes, whoop, there it is. Extra services. Would you like some extra services? It'd be hilarious if, like, you know, some just like, how do you say, like, normal normal salary man is like. Elevator drop option. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It'd be be really, really hilarious, though. It was just like some normal guy thought it was like a legitimate business. It's like, oh, okay, we have extra services. Like, no, I just, I really want my smartphone fixed. Don't you (laughs) want a blowjob? No, I really just want my smartphone fixed. I'm married. I got three kids. The, I don't the, give a fuck. The, 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 I'm the, impotent. Then the fucking underage girl's like, God damn it, now I'm not getting paid for this one. Oh, that sucks. All right, a female employee quoted TBS News. Uh, oh, I read that. In December, Maida sensed the police were closing in on the smartphone support committee, Machida. <sighs> he closed the business and opened another one. Okay, so yeah, they're still available. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a fucking shell game. Oh, man. So close down and re open just like kind of those like those chop shops in fucking jersey back in the day right mm. well there's like ones well, yeah mm. chop shops is like how do you say one example but it's not just them there's a, there's a lot of shady businesses that have done that i'm sure all shady businesses do this time yeah. every shady business is like ah oh, the cops are coming in close shop all right we're moving across the street open shop all right here's your menu here's your black light and here's your lip lip gloss all right uh, it's not smartphone support center this is uh, support center for smartphones. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I wonder if some of the options had uh, insurance because a lot of people that insurance. get their insurance. Phone- well, dude, a lot of people that get their phones fixed are older people. You no. know, like people that are fifty are like, well, I want to save my twenty dollars and stuff. You know, I'd rather do that than buy the upgraded version of the iPhone. You know. Mm-hmm. So fucking yeah, they gotta have insurance because I mean if these chicks are doing like the fucking flying scissors, dude. Fucking, <laughs> the thing is, dude, this guy's gonna have a fucking heart attack if he's over fifty. You know, he's oh, like, so, oh, so we'll take I'm- care of all your medical bills just in case you have a heart attack. You know what's gonna happen? Come on, dude, we're talking about hookers in like a John. Like, you know, if the dude has a heart attack, she's just gonna like, you know, you know, exit stage left. In no, she can't because like they have a scheduled appointment. She shows up and shit, dude. It's like an assassin with a fucking business card, dude. He's gonna get busted, dude. She's got a meeting with a guy. 
guy, she shows up, they fuck, he has a heart attack. Oh, come on, it's a shady business. It's going to be 90, 90, Dude, fucking, dude, this is Tokyo. There's fucking cameras everywhere and shit, dude. She'll get busted. So, yeah, there's got to be insurance. All right. All right, next story. All right. Elderly woman dragged 30 meters by truck in purse-snatching incident. Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested, or sorry, have released the security camera footage showing an elderly woman being dragged for several dozen meters by a truck during a purse-snatching incident in Katsushika Ward on Thursday, reports TBS News. At around 12.20 p.m., a man driving the white vehicle called up to a woman as she walked with an umbrella on the road in the ward. As she turned to face the front of the vehicle, uh, near its right rearview mirror, the driver grabbed her purse through the window and sped off. Indoor voice, dude. My neighbor's a freelance worker. Yeah, sorry. Uh, don't think this is going to turn out good, though. No, I don't think so. In the in uh, the provided video footage, the woman can be seen clinging to the bag and the umbrella as the truck barreled through the residential district, her body swinging face down off to the side of the vehicle. As the truck started to turn left, her body flopped over and her foot got caught under its right rear wheel, rear wheel, causing her shoe to come off. Oh, shit. Yeah, hardcore, right? Hmm. As the truck finished the turn, she let go of the bag and the vehicle disappeared from view. The woman suffered light injuries to her head during the incident in which she was dragged an estimated 30 meters. The bag contained about 1,000 yen in cash, police said. <laughs> That's, That's the, so sad. That's the fucking pisser, right? This dude went through all this, like, trouble to purse snatch, and the fucking woman was a fighter, and she held onto the bag, and it was over a fucking thousand yen. I'm gonna say, is this woman... Ten bucks. Been, well, this woman must have been really attached to that handbag. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was a present from her mother or something. Maybe it was like a Gucci or Louis Vuitton. Who knows? I don't know, man. Well, that's probably what it was and shit. I think if somebody's gonna fucking go through the trouble of trying to fucking snatch a purse, they're probably gonna go for a Louis Vuitton or so, some kind of a Gucci or something. Yeah. But yeah, you know what? I think all women that carry really expensive bags, they should watch that movie Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone. Remember when he's driving the the, the semi and stuff and he's yeah. got this weightlifting thing where he can like exercise his one ah, arm yeah, yeah, yeah. as he's driving and shit? Yeah. I think women should like he's have... like pumping iron as he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right? So I think, you know, like when women go to their office, maybe they should have like one like dumbbell or something there where they're like one and two and three <laughs> and four. Maybe on one arm, maybe on both arms because like if somebody tries to snatch their purse, they can like yank it back or if the other arm is fucking like jacked, they can like smack that guy right in the fucking <laughs> face, go. right? Yeah. I think I think purses should come with dumbbells. Like this so. purse costs $5,000 and it comes with a dumbbell. So when somebody tries to steal it, you can fucking a use that dumbbell to smack that motherfucker in the face or you could like work out your left arm so when he comes by you can punch him in the face and knock him to next week. I don't think Japanese gonna do, gonna girls are gonna do that though because it's not kawaii enough though. That's you know, a, I, I don't know. I don't, don't know. know. You don't think so? Uh, do they know. pay a lot of money for those purses? Yeah, but the, the, that's the thing. But yeah, but you know, the Japanese girls they want to be all dainty and cute. I, you know what I think? I think they're gonna have a smart bag technology where they're just weaving GPS with buttons into the purse or some shit like that. So if it gets it gets snatched. No, well, fuck that. They're just going to drop the purse. You know what I think? I think, you know what they should do? They should, like, have some kind of, like, a shocker thing. You know, like, those bicycle seats where you can get the shocker when, like, uh, for example, if your bike's stolen, you can push the button and it shocks the person? I did not. I have not heard about this. It's it sounds, on YouTube. It sounds, it sounds fucking awesome. Go it's ahead. on YouTube. It's pretty awesome. It, like, shocks some dude's balls. It's crazy. But the thing is, I think purses should have that on the handle. This. 
Yeah, so that purses have that on the handle, right? So if somebody grabs their bag and they're running away, they're like, oh, okay, they pull out their smartphone, they push an app, and then they hit the the app and stuff, and then like maybe like a 50,000 like electron jolt like hits the guy and shit, he's like, and he gets like shocked and he drops the purse and stuff and he's shaking and stuff. It's like a taser, a taser for the fucking handle of the purse, right? So in that case there, dude, fucking like, if a guy tries to take the purse, woman's like, watch this. Boom! The guy fucking shakes. He's fucking moonwalking and shit. She walks over, kicks him in the face, grabs her purse back, and she's like, woman power, bitch. <laughs> okay, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah, that's badass. I, mean, I, I want to see the fucking, I, I, I want to see the fucking taser in the seat, in the bicycle seat, though. That that would, that they get nasty fucking shocking your balls while you're riding a bike. Oh, that's that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's calling for lawsuits, but yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's what they need. They need either a dumbbell or a taser handle. I want to go with the taser handle. I think taser yeah, handle. Yeah, taser handle awesome. is better. Especially, yeah. especially like you say, with the, with the smartphone, so you know... Mm-hmm. So that's awesome, dude. Fucking, I love this technology. That's awesome. Okay, uh, uh, next story. Is it mine or yours? Yeah, you go. Ah, oh, goddammit. <clears throat> Man attempts suicide after fatally stabbing resident at same apartment building. All right, this is dark. A man in his 60s is in critical condition at a hospital after he fatally stabbed a 56-year-old man and then himself outside an apartment building in Yokohama on Sunday. According to police, the victim, Jun Nakanome, and the suspect live in the same building in Seiya Ward, Fuji TV reported. Police said that at around 3.15 p.m. Sunday, <clears throat> a call came to into 119 reporting that a man with a knife had attacked another man. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, dude. Uh, police rushed to the scene and found Nakanome uh, with several stab wounds to his chest. Uh, that's bad. Uh, he was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. Uh, Naki... Never a good day to start the week. No, 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 no. Not on Sunday. Not on, that's, a, that's a day of rest. This yeah. is too much rest. Yeah. Nakanome's... No, in the big sleep. Yeah. Nakanome's attacker was also found on the ground nearby after having apparently stabbed himself in the stomach. Oh. Harakiri. Mm, yep. Sebeku. Was it Soboku? Uh, uh, Sebuku. Sepaku. 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 Yeah, it's where they stab themselves. Harikiri. Harikiri. It's like the samurai. Sepaku is like the formal way to say it, right? Sepaku. Sepaku. I'm making that wrong. Is it Sepaku or Sebaku? It's Sepaku. I think it's with a P. Sepaku. Yeah, and that's the formal way to say it. And then Harukiri is like the casual way to say it. Easy way to remember it is Harukiri. Harukiri. Hara is the stomach and Kiri is the cut. Yeah, it's like a literal translation should cut your stomach. Yeah, and it sounds like Hello Kitty. Yeah, and uh, say, Hello yeah, say, Kitty. Say, 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 you're right. It's a formal way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the, the thing, the thing is, like you know, the samurai though, they would rip. They would, yeah, they did like disembowel themselves, but they'd have an assistant come up behind them and behead them though. That See, was like assisted. This is where this guy fucked up. Yeah, this is where he majorly fucked up. That's right. Uh, he remained in critical condition on Monday. Police said, adding, they will wait until he recovers before questioning him. <laughs> <laughs> but they should question him now. Yeah. <laughs> Neighbors said that there had been trouble That's between the two men for some time. One witness said that as Nake, Nakenome returned home, he got into an argument with another man at the bottom of some stairs. The pair kept arguing as they walked by another building in the uh, housing complex, at which point the stabbing occurred. So this guy was actually carrying a fucking knife. Yeah. Hey, that's that's fucking bad, dude. Don't carry knives. Jeez, you're only asking for trouble, especially at three fifteen on a Sunday. Bad timing. No, 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 no. I agree, but like, see, he he was ready for some shit to go down, right? 
Because even nobody casually carries a knife in this country. Maybe this guy's just an asshole. Obviously, he is an asshole. Yeah. He's like the grumpy Mr. Wilson Does he neighbor. Did say what kind of knife it is? Is that a fruit knife or is it a kitchen knife? or? A it's a Rambo knife. knife. It was a pirate knife, dude. He had it in his mouth. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> uh, he's walking down the street with a knife in his mouth. Now, that's some Didn't gangster they used shit. To do that, like some hidden blades that have, like, you know, knives that are, like, in the, in the groove of your cheek or something? They do that in prison, Tom. Yeah. Prison, <laughs> prison bitch. That's prison shit. I'll give you a blowjob. <laughs> oh, God. I think there's a joke. All right, next story. All right. I wonder what their beef was about. Obviously, you're making too much noise. Stop your podcasting. Probably. <laughs> Tom we'll can't come over anymore. Be surprised. All right. Yeah, this one. Japanese senior stabs younger man multiple times after seeing him sit in a train's priority seat. You know what? That also pisses me off. When you go on the trains and shit, and there's like three old people waiting to sit down and stuff, and they're fucking old. You got like a couple of young guys just sitting there playing their fucking games on their goddamn phones. You're just like, all right, there's a problem right here because there's obviously a picture that's in English, <laughs> Japanese, Chinese, and Korean where it says... With, with fucking pictures. Yeah, it says, these are priority seats. And you can these kids playing their video games. I, I can see that. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. You are fucking sick as a dog. Yeah, I am. But, uh, no, dude, but, like, dude, like, do, do, you, have, do you ever sit in a priority seat, though? Okay. If, the if only it, times it, I sit, the only times I sit in a priority seat is when the whole fucking train is empty, and fucking, the only cool thing about a priority seat is you get that elbow rest. Yes. And so you can kind of, like, if you're tired, if it's early in the morning, you can fucking sit there. And at times I have done that, you know? But the thing is, if the, the, if the train is packed, if there's even a few people on the train, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit over there. You know, I try not to sit on the priority seats because they're goddamn priority seats. Okay, well, this, this will be explained, but, like, I sit in them occasionally, but I always fucking do yield to somebody who's in need. And actually, to be honest, like, as far as I'm concerned, every fucking seat on that train is a priority seat. So if I see somebody who's old, I'm like, you know what, you can have my seat. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just fucking common decency. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> uh, uh, but here we go. This is, okay, this is very Japanese, but, uh, the seats at the corners of the carriages on the Japanese trains and subways are de designated as priority seats for the benefit of the elderly, physically disabled, and pregnant passengers. But though passengers outside those demographics who are sitting in the priority seats are asked to give up their spot should someone in greater need come along, they're not forbidden from sitting in them, nor is there any penalty for non-compliance, as this system generally relies on polite courtesy between passengers. Okay, a.k.a. it's very Japanese. Mm -hmm. uh, however, such civility broke down in a startling way on the morning of February 7th on the Kanjo line in Osaka. 62-year-old Motokazu Koizumi spotted a 34-year-old man whose name is being withheld who was on his way to work sitting in a priority seat. This wasn't the first time Koizumi had crossed paths with the man either. As on their previous day, they'd gotten into a verbal altercation on the train while Koizumi was on his way home from working a night shift. How many times have I told you not to sit in these goddamn Fucking young punk, man. This guy... I guess, I guess he got shown a lesson. Yeah. Koizumi said, in quotes, I was angry that I was sitting on the priority seat on February 7th. So when the train connected to Taisho Station at roughly 6.50 a.m., and the younger man stood up to exit the train, Koizumi stabbed him multiple times in the stomach with a fruit knife, inflicting serious, although thankfully not fatal injuries. Koizumi then fled the scene, through, uh, uh, though security footage showed him making his escape following the attack. 
No statement has been made in regards to whether or not the victim, in spite of his young age, had some sort of non-visually apparent condition that prompted him to sit down in the priority seat. <laughs> I'm wearing glasses. See? I'm wearing, no, no, the, the, you can't I, hit a guy wearing glasses. Fucking, like, yeah, like, oh, maybe he had a condition. Fuck off, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, he was He was being a dick. Just, I don't think he needed to get stabbed. You know what? He, he probably didn't, but, like, I guess he learned his fucking lesson. I bet he'll never do that again. Yeah, and, you know, fruit knife, you know, when you say fruit knife, it sounds kind of, like, light, but a fruit knife is fucking huge, dude. It's the size of, like, a tissue box. Mm. You know I mean? Those things are fucking huge, and they're sharp as fuck, dude. Well, that's the thing. They're, they're fucking sharp, and, like, how do you say those little knives? They can do a lot of damage going in and out, in and out. You, you got, you got you know, nailed a couple times. You've seen so the movie Psycho? That could do some damage. Yeah, you've seen the movie Psycho, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a black and white movie. Oh, yeah, Hitchcock. yeah. Oh, Hitchcock. Yeah, with the scissors in the shower and the... Da, 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 it wasn't da, da, da. scissors. It was a fucking fruit knife. Was it? Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. A, wait, you think the guy's going to plan on a murder? He's like, well, all I've got is scissors. No, it's I a fucking... It scissors, but it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, so it could... Yeah, it obviously it has. Dude, okay. no, it is a fucking fruit knife. The guy fucking stabbed girls in the fucking... Uh, in the bathroom. In the ba- was, well, they're taking a shower and shit with yeah. the fucking fruit knife, dude. Yeah. Fruit knives are lethal, man. We got to come up with a new name for that. Fruit knife? Murder knife? No, that's too... Too specific. Two on the nose. Yeah. Okay. Sweeten your drink, Governor Knife. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Last story. Tokyo. Cops nabbed 10 over brawl involving rival street touts in Ueno. Ueno's kind of a tough city. Ueno, Ikebukuro. Compared to Shibuya, yeah. It's there's, more... There's... There's a certain dichotomy where there's there's a certain amount of shady shit there, and then there's some old older people walking around there, some more traditional shit. So there's a certain like kind of dichotomy like that doesn't mesh. You see, you see what I'm saying? It's more no, I well I know, but the thing is like I think Ueno and Ikebukuro are more like kind of like towns where people they they've lived there for many 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 years and stuff like mm. generations and shit. People that live in Shibuya and Shinjuku, they're just rich, right? Mm. They're very touristy. These mm. places here are uh, a bit... Okay, okay. okay. A little yeah, bit more I see, raw. I see, I see what you're... I see it's where you're more going. of a raw okay, part okay. of Tokyo, okay. right? So that's Ueno. It's just big, too. It's a lot of really good, cheap bars, to be honest. It's an interesting place. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. Yeah. Tokyo Metropolitan Police on Wednesday announced the arrest of two men who are suspected in participating in a brawl in Taito Ward three years ago that involved nearly a dozen members of two rival street touting groups reported the <coughs> uh, the N, the Nippon News Network. In May 2015, Satoshi Nakamura, 42, and Daisuke Yamana, 38, are allegedly to have been among the participants of the 10-person bra street gang fight that included punches to the head and kicks to the abdomen on the road in the Wayno Business District. Nakamura, who has been accused of the assault uh, resulting in injury, admits to the allegations, while Yamana says he was involved only to help an associate who became uh, entangled in the furry. Uh, According to the police, police have arrested eight other persons in the case. The two suspects no longer work as street touts. Street touts, Tom. Um, it doesn't translate well, but the guy's like, hey, come to my bar or my whorehouse or whatever. Like, they, they, how do you say the, they're the guy that goes out and tries to, like, bring people into a business. Yeah. Could, could, could be a bar, could be a whorehouse, could be, like, fucking anything. Could be anything. So, basically, there's, like, two establishments that have guys that try to, like, bring people into their mm-hmm. bars and stuff. Yeah. These, these two establishment employees got in a huge fight because maybe one was pulling in too many people and the mm-hmm. other one wasn't, or who well, knows? It's, it's essentially, it's, come on, dude, it's a turf war. Because these guys are... These guys are basically commission-based only. 
So, you know, if, if, you're, if you're working in the same area, there's going to be some beef. Oh, shit. Okay. The two touting groups had been um, continually battling one another for turf at around the same time of the incident. Three months later, a member of one of the groups was sprayed in the face with sulfur, sulfuric acid. I want to yeah, see. I want to hear that story. Dude, sulfuric acid in the face is really bad. That's dude. pretty fucking hardcore, right? Like, I want to know what happened with that story. Uh, obviously, he's deformed because when you put water or something on top of it, you know, to try to like wash it away, it gets worse. Mm. Yeah, the the acid spreads and it's more active and shit. That, that's a horrible thing to do. Sulfuric acid, Jesus Christ, yeah, dude, so in the a, face. Yeah, but like, also, it's got to be premeditated and like somebody's yeah. seriously not fucking around. Yeah, obviously. So yeah. I want to know what happened with that story. That's a bad industry to be in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they should have uh, yeah, gone to school. I, I, like, I like how both these guys were in charge of like the two different groups that were you know fighting, but they were like, yeah, we're out. After this, we're out. We's out. Yeah. And yeah. Fuck this. Then, you know, the, the, the system here is so old. Three years? Yeah. I know. Isn't, isn't that another dumb thing? Yeah, it's just like, three years ago, you were in a street fight. Uh, yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah, that three years ago. God, which day was that? Because the cops are going to yeah. ask him, like, all sorts of questions. Dude, Tom, do you remember what you did exactly? Do you exactly remember everything you did on last Tuesday? Fuck no. There you go. Perfectly, perfect example. Especially, and this is like the, the drinking industry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys are heavy drinkers. They're not going to remember everything. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, um, I think he said something, and then I said something, and maybe he said something after that. And then, like, and, you know, we were uh, both drinking one of those bottles of Asahi, and then, like, I don't know, maybe he busted it on one of those curbs and, like, you know, threatened me with it. Or maybe I did it first. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I know. Three years ago. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, yeah, again, another thing. It's one of those industries where it's probably safe to say some alcohol was involved in it. Well, I don't know if they can drink alcohol in the job in this kind of, Well, who knows? I don't know. But um, anyway, yeah, my main point is three years ago. Jesus. Now I know. That, it's we, pretty dumb, right? Yeah. I think three weeks ago, okay, that's, you know, three weeks ago, we're going to bring you in, we're going to question you, and you're going to go to court and all the shit, but three years ago, Jesus Christ. You know, you know what normally happens when it's like, you know, like a street brawl or something or, or a fight? Like, normally what happens is the police will basically sit you both down and talk to you, and the staff will, you know, who, who did what, and a lot of times, like, the, per, per, the person that started the shit, they'll just write an apology letter, they'll, they'll put it in an envelope with a little bit of money, and it's usually just done. Like, pro- probably over about 90% of the time. Well, hopefully that's... that's... A, lot of, a lot of this shit doesn't even go to court. Obviously, this one does, but, like, with 10 people, man, it's like a he said, he said, she said, like, 10 years ago, maybe some substance abuse was involved. Who fucking knows? God, that's... It's, it's got to be, like, a fucking mess to try and court. Jesus Christ, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it's a, messy. On, on a lighter note, do you think this is, like, double dragon where they're like, fight, and all of a sudden everybody just, like, runs over and, like, they pick up, like, an iron pipe or something, or... <laughs> Somebody, somebody picks up one of those like trash cans and throws it. I tell you what, man, that would be one hell of an event to see. You know, in today's world and shit, I mean, three years ago we had cell phones with cameras and stuff, but right yeah. now everybody, whenever anything happens, whenever any anything happens, everybody pulls up with their phone and starts recording and shit. Yeah. Dude, if that happened today, dude, that would be all over YouTube. That'd yeah, be all over social yeah. media and stuff, so... Fucking, uh, yeah. yeah, don't cause trouble. Even, even in the really inappropriate shit, like, you know, people committing suicide on the fucking trains and, like, you know, photographing dead bodies. It's like, come on, have some fucking couth. But, like, no, I think I think this would be acceptable to videotape on YouTube. Be like, check this shit out. No, if I saw a street, because these guys are very flashy. They were very, like, fashionable clothes. They get yeah, yeah, because yeah, they, yeah, they got to stand out to, like, you know, attract customers, you know, be noticed. Yeah, 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 yeah so, yeah, totally. yeah it, it definitely. It would look like a fucking Hollywood movie or something. Or, uh, I guess, a, a Tokyo movie. Tokyo movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, Those anyway. pretty dope. They'd be looking pretty fly in their fucking new duds and all that. Awesome. Well, Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Got Faded Japan. Tom, you go home. You, you've got, what, a six-pack left? Four beers left. Four yeah. beers left. Jesus Christ. Well, you drink those at home. Get some sleep. Get better. And, uh, yeah, next week when we're here and stuff, we'll have a better show because you'll be more alive, yeah. I guess, well, more I active. I have a fucking pounding headache. Yeah, jeez. Sorry if I'm not fucking with well, it. Well, pound those know. beers. We'll get rid of your pounding headache. I'll feel better after a couple of these beers. Awesome. All right, faders. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. Definitely check out our sponsors, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Well, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse, and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should use me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.